Destiny, a game that encourages teamwork, communication, precision, and a whole lot of fucking swearing. We aren't your usual Destiny podcast. We are the Destiny Street, learning use of Destiny and swearing for charity. Join us on the first and third weeks of the month as we release new episodes and provide you with awesome tips, lore understanding, and game mechanics to help you improve your experience in the game of Destiny. Did we mention we swear for charity too? Fuck yeah, we did. Destiny Street Podcast. Learn you some Destiny. On iTunes and Google Play. You enter the room and can either go through the left or right door. Which way do you want to take Grozla through, Mike? Go left. Right. You uh. open the right door and see a goblin horde fiercely attacking orcs as arrows barely miss you. Uh. What? Come on. What's wrong, Keith? I don't know. I don't know, man. Is is there any way you could just make this like a little more compelling? How how do you want me to make it more compelling? I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm doing my best. I'm describing the scenes to you. I'm I'm look, getting you into throw in it. some battle sounds or something. Well, I mean, you mean like battle bards? Exactly like battle bards. You open the right door and see a goblin horde fiercely attacking orcs as arrows barely miss you. Is that better, Keith? Yeah, no, that was a lot better. I actually feel like I'm there in the battle now. Head on over to BattleBards.com and bring your tabletop adventures to life today. Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmare's dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of... Keith Ross. I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Tom Benson. I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Let us adventure on. I hear a voice behind you say, pretty impressive, eh? Martin turns around to, to see who it is. And before you, you see what looks like an elf. Definitely got more of a golden tone, almost dusky skin. Unlike other elves that are more pale. He is wearing a brown tunic. Uh, I kind of nod and say, yeah, they're pretty impressive. Leans over to Xandro. Xandro, do, do you have any idea who this is? I've heard stories. Okay, who who are you guys? Shimanol. That was some pretty awesome fighting you had there, Shimanol. Oh, the, the people are called the Shimanol. Well, who are you then? He says, my name is Nadal. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Alicia. My name is Martin. He bows at both of you slightly as you say your names. He looks hard at Xandro. I'm staring him down. He definitely starts as well. And he says, uh, you're of the people that tried to destroy us over 10,000 years ago. I'm not that old. Yes, but we've watched. Not much has changed. Perhaps. I haven't been among them in, in years. But I have given you my name. It is courtesy to give somebody back yours. My name is Sandro. He gets a quizzical look on his face and he just... Safe travels through the deserts, my friends. You will not be harmed. You are not demons. I must return to my people. Uh, wait. How how well do you know the, the orc tribe here? So as he was walking away, and he turns around when you say wait. As you talk to him, he says, We have been helping our brethren orc 
stop the invasion of the demons. Do you know who their leader is? Yes. What is his name? Or her? They're run by a council in Kuruguru. Which way is that from here? He says, past the city there. And he points in the general direction of, of northeast from you. Looks like uh, we're heading that way. Thank you for your time. Uh, uh, we are on our way to speak with them about gaining their aid in an attack on Deimos. And after we are done speaking with them, would you welcome us to come and speak amongst your people? Good luck with that. It is not my place to grant permission, but if you find yourself in the area, I'm sure the handmaidens will reach out to you. All right. Thank you. He bows his head and starts walking, and then his form shifts, and he looks like he melds with the sand and disappears. Well, that was interesting. That was a nice trick. Uh, I guess we'll set off toward Kruguru. It is a desert, and it does, you know that there's very few actual orc cities between here and the edge of the desert. Great, let's go to Krondo. Who's Krondo? The city. Never, Never heard of that city. Set off toward this city and see what it's all about. Sure. Three random people walking into an orc city. Sounds great. I mean, really, what's the worst that could happen? Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out when we get there. I mean, if we die, what really... Not No skin off my back. It might be. Well, as long as I'm dead before they skin me. You journey and trek through the desert as you get closer to the town there's still a unit of orcs outside and they seem to be stabbing at some of the demons out there making sure that they were dead they notice you but they pay you no heed as you pass you walk up to the front of the city the door is closed but there doesn't seem to be a guard posted check I'll to, try to see if they're open yeah i'll try to push them open and they open up into this giant it looks like a giant campsite. There are huts here, but they're built more looking like tents. It looks like they gathered whatever resources they could find to build where they're living. And you see a community here that seems to be a little bit rougher than what you normally see. It looks like the Iron Fist Inn at the end of the night when they're trying to clear it out. People, test of strength, um, yelling, screaming, celebrating, drinking. A few women and children walking through the streets but they seem to be going from one place to another. Whatever's happening here, the orcs seem pretty pumped about it. I'll walk up to the, the nearest orc that I see, preferably one that looks substantial, and I'll in greeting I'll ask, Common? Yeah, we, we, we all speak Common. I'll nod. Who leads here? Uh, here? We kind of just rotate through as in different positions in the military. Right now, uh, General Corvette is in charge. Where would I be able to find him? He points, and there is a single figure sitting by himself in a corner, drinking, and seems to be watching what's happening. The look on his face is not that of disapproval, but it doesn't look like he is enjoying himself. I'll turn to walk away and then kind of stop and look back and ask him, were you involved in the battle earlier? We all fought in the battle. I kind of smile and, and say, it looked glorious. He nods his approval. And I'll walk away toward the uh, the general that he pointed out. Take a drink out of her canteen and look over at Xandra and say, well, we're not dead. So far, so far we're good. Well, wasn't as bad as you thought it would be. No. As um, Martin stopped to talk to this guy, I kind of stop but kind of kind of move off to the side and kind of just take in the surroundings. All the stories you've ever heard about the orcs, here in Enon anyways. Very aggressive, all about power. I, I, I'm sure you and Alicia feel a little bit set back. 
about this place. It's nothing. They they obviously worship the things that neither of you have traits for. Martin, however, looks a little bit more confident in this area. You know, he's always been working out. He's pretty strong. So he's walking more confidently through this. But I think Xandro and Alicia, you're seeing this and it's like a power struggle. I wonder if you're worried about getting too close or... I mean, you're seeing people just like randomly grabbing other people and then headbutting them super hard. And then petting them on the shoulder if they don't fall down and laughing if they do. That kind of nature. Yeah, that's what I say. Circling around, kind of like staying away from... Keeping some distance between as many of them as I can. She's feeling a little intimidated, but eh. She just doesn't really care. She's, she's going to keep her distance, but have her daggers at hand ready just in case. She's just going to start walking up the wall and jump from rooftop to rooftop. Keeping a close eye on Martin and Xandro to hopefully make sure they don't do anything stupid it doesn't seem like anybody saw you walk up and you're jumping rooftop to rooftop you're doing pretty good keeping your stealth up i'll walk up right up to him and unless somebody goes to to stop me uh he's definitely trying to be bold and, and strong you walk confidently up so you walk up to this guy and he looks at you and he just goes huh humans i haven't seen too many of you around i don't suppose that you would we are not really adaptable to the desert. I think the word you're searching for is fragile. I'll, I'll kind of bow my head and say, you speak good. He goes, sit, have a drink with me. And he waves over a server. And the server comes over and he says, find the weak common ale for this man. Say, no, I'll, I'll have whatever he's having. I, I don't think you can handle what I'm having, human. If I don't, I expect you all will have quite a hearty laugh. (laughs) Bring him a mug. Yeah, he heads off. He goes, what can we do for you? Don't see, again, too many of you out in the desert, so you're obviously looking for something. We are passing through on our way to Kruogru, hoping to enlist the aid of of your people in an attack on Deimos. Good luck. We came to the aid of Demethos and never had anything in return. I kind of raise an eyebrow. What are you talking about? When the original attack came down and the castle was swarmed by demons, the orcs came to the side of Rebecca. But the queen has never sent aid back our way. We have had to fend off in the desert on our own. I don't know what aid you can find. I am saying good luck to you. I know that this demon apocalypse is definitely affecting us all, but I think that our leaders would be hard-pressed to vote to help out somebody who has not returned the favor. Perhaps we would be willing to lend whatever aid you need currently. Again, good luck. I am not one of the leaders. I lead a band. When I'm called by my war chiefs, I go. I am only one of 12 generals. The ale shows up, and the server puts it in front of you, and as soon as the mug hits the table, it gets super quiet. Both Alicia and Xandra, you see this. Everybody seems to be looking towards martin uh i'll pick it up and kind of raise it in a in a toast and drink you drink this ale hard you have to force it down it definitely has more of a kick than any other ale that you've had you slam your mug down and you look around and everybody's still intently looking at you and you pass out everybody laughing just goes back to what they're doing uh alicia and Zandra, you both see this Zandra, you you know enough about the culture of the lands to know that Martin probably set himself up for something. 
And the way he chugged that ale, it, it wasn't going to end well for him. <laughs> he probably just passed out from the alcohol content. Alicia, you believe they just poisoned Mark. And you see this big guy, hulking guy, just lean back, grab his drink, and start drinking it. Putting his, putting his back against the wall. You work your way around and you're near it. The problem is, is the way this tent is set up where he was sitting, it was under a canopy. So that you're not going to be able to do anything from above. So Alicia, Martin. you look over to Zandro and he has a very serious look on his face. Um, you also notice he's doing what you're doing, where his hands aren't too far from the quickest retrieval of his weapons that he can be and he's walking towards Martin but he doesn't seem to be in a hurry. I'm gonna come down off the building and start making my way over to Martin. Still trying not to draw attention to myself, at least not yet. You move behind boxes and other things you find a way over and sure enough you get near Martin in this big gigantic orc. You see on his back is strapped a great axe but it definitely isn't a regular great axe. It looks like maybe giants made it. And he's leaning against the wall, not touching Martin, not doing anything, but he hasn't done anything to help him either. What did you do to him? He startledly jumps back and reaches for his axe and goes, Oh, more humans? Hello. I didn't do anything. He uh, apparently thought he was more of a heavy drinker than he really is. I've seen him drink. You poisoned him. You're not sure if he's telling the truth. It sounds plausible, but it seems more likely... There was actually poison, but you do notice the face he made when you accused him of poison was like he was insulted. Kind of confused. I'm going to pick up Martin's cup. It definitely isn't poison, but now that you've got the cup near your face, you have never even felt this kind of alcohol content before in your life. Every shady bar that you've ever been to, every high high percentage or high proof alcohol that you've ever drank and, and been around, like you know the smell of alcohol. This hits you like a ton of bricks. You feel drunk and you put the cup down. You realize what happened. Just that little bit of ingestion that you took from the air, it hit you. You're starting to feel tipsy. But you do realize now that he was telling the truth. That definitely Martin, the way he was talking to the waiter, he stopped the waiter, he said something. He probably was trying to be manly here. I, I'm, oh, whoa. I, I'm sorry, That that is some potent stuff i i did not mean to offend you you really didn't poison him <laughs> sit down before you fall down <laughs> yeah I, I i think that's a good idea I'm, I'm gonna sit down now it takes a little bit but you do shake it off you still got that little wavy inebriated but then you feel fine a little wave of inebriation but then you feel fine and xandra you just make it to the table you see alicia walk up she has her hands on the hilt of her dagger. You've seen this before. She's ready to attack. And then she walks over to the cup, takes a smell, and almost looks like she falls over. Then I'll just walk up and look straight at the orc and say, don't mind them. They are a bit weak. Would you like to finish it, my friend? And he points at the cup, and you look. It's only like half gone. I'll go. Mm, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's a good idea there, Zandro. He goes, oh, I understand. You're probably weak like these guys, too. I'll I'll smile at him, pick up the cup, try and finish it. You finish off the drink in one gulp, slam it down, sit down, look around, and it doesn't hit you very hard at all. And he goes, Ah, <laughs> uh, since I've met the elves, you seem to impress me at every twist and turn. We're an impressive bunch. Uh, I just cut, I, I come out of it for a second. I, I kind of look around, 
and it dawns on me what happened, and I start just fucking laughing like crazy and then pass back out. Alicia, you've shaken it off now, and you see Martin just look up, look around, laugh hysterically. You've never seen this before, and then slam back down on the table. Man, that is really, really potent shit you got there. I, I tried to offer him the common stuff, but he refused. How long does it normally take to wear off? I don't know. I, I've never seen a human try this before. One cleric, one time. One cleric, one time. She, oh, could she put these down? What was her name? Sheila. So, he was saying something about heading out. Um, from the looks of him, he can't speak of his own, but um, we've lost some warriors. If you look around, you could see the empty tents. You guys are more than welcome to stay here the night and then head out in the morning. He looks like he's going to need it. You'll be safe within our walls. We will protect you. I appreciate that. Did he happen to talk to you about a plan, about taking out the demons? Uh, He said he was coming to talk to our leaders about having the orcs help. Outside of that, I don't know. And to be honest, I don't care. Politics are politics. I'm a warrior. If my council points me in the direction and tells me what to do, I will follow the orders. I guess we're going to have to let him sober up, and then we'll talk to your council in the morning. Huh. It'll probably take you another day to get there. Uh, that's what I meant to say. And to be honest with you, you might want to go to sleep now. Probably better to travel the desert at night. It's cooler. And I'm and he, and he, he reaches over his big paw of a hand, like taps Martin on the head, like, He's going to need uh, probably a lot of water and a lot of help with that, too. Do you have a place around here I can fill my canteens? There's a well. Skins. There's a well on the north side of town. That's where we always fill our water from. Thank you for your kind hospitality. We really do appreciate it. Alicia says that. He lifts his cup, but he's staring at Xandron. He gives you both. He glances over Alicia real quick, but back to Xandron. Tips his glass and then swallows it. And waits for another one to come. I'm going to go attempt to lift up Martin and go put him in a tent. (laughs) (laughs) Tip my glass to him. Thanks for the drink. My pleasure. It's good to find somebody who's not an orc that can take this stuff. There's a few of us. Like I said, the elves seem to impress me daily. Hopefully we can impress on your leaders how important it is for you to help us. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Maybe... Maybe I'll have the scribe write down some stuff for you and have it sent. It'll be on the outside of your room if we do it when you wake up in the morning. It'll give you some of the customs of the council. Because judging by what I've seen here looking at Martin, um, you're going to need some help because you don't understand things around here. (laughs) I'll just kind of smile. That would be much appreciated. He nods his head. You might want to help her. And you look over and you see Alicia trying to pick Martin up. Martin... Like, she picks him up, and he goes, ha, 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 I don't want to go home. It's a part. And he's back down again, and she's struggling. I'll uh, step over and try and help her. You both head out, and you do find a place that's been cleaned out. You see what they mean. There's nothing on the walls. You've opened up a few huts. It's very communal. Nobody stopped you. Nobody is looking out or trying to defend the huts. You open up, and you see things on the wall, stuff sprawled out on the floor. Eventually, you find one, and it's totally empty. It's got four cots here. You guys would be comfortable. And there is a small spot for a fire on the inside, but I guess it depends on how late you stay. It's about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I am going to go, before laying down completely, I am going to go fill up 
a couple canteen or a couple water skins of mine and Martin's so that we have water for tonight. Or I shouldn't say tonight, but water for when he does decide to wake up. Uh, you're going to head out and go get some water. Xander, are you going to stay here? Are you going to go look around? I mean, well, I'll probably refill my water skins and maybe take a loop around the place to see see if I find anything interesting. You're both heading to the well and you, you're coming through. You see the well and you're walking and all of a sudden a big orc comes around the corner and almost runs into you. And as as she does, she goes, ah, <laughs> and grabs Alicia by the shoulder and cocks her head back. Can I help you? She grabs you, pulls her head back, and slams her head into your forehead. And you literally start seeing stars. You're dizzy. You're confused. You fall to the ground. And you sit down. And she goes, ah, <laughs> and reaches for Xandro. Back up. She maintains her balance, stumbles a little bit, and she goes, oh, 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 you tried to trick me. And she goes and walks right past you and heads to where the party is. Alicia's knocked out? No, just she just down. got super woozy. In fact, she could barely, she's still a little cross-eyed. You see her, like, blinking, and, like, she, she goes to stand up, and she goes, whoa, and she sits back down. I'll reach out my hand. Do you need a hand? Yes, but why are there three of you? Because you just got whacked in the head by that orc. <sighs> I'm going to kill that bitch. Just avoid them if you can. Yeah, that's that's a good good idea there, Zandro, as I point to the air. <laughs> Alicia, you finally get up with the help of Zandro, and you catch your bearings a little bit. You do make it over to the well, and you fill up your water skins. As you guys are filling up water skins, uh, it clears out here. People seem to be going to the middle of camp, and you hear two people talking. You hear what sounds like dwarvish coming from behind one of the tents. Do you hear them? I- I do. I have no idea what they're saying, but it sounds kind of weird that in an orc town, somebody's speaking what I can only assume is Dorvish. There, there's definitely other huts around. It's a little bit thinner here, so there are bigger gaps between the huts. And this hut is like almost, almost at the wall. It's probably the probably what looks like one of the more secluded places in this village. Let's let's circle around over here and see if we can't see who they are. Good idea. You guys start walking. What does your conversation sound like? Do you think we can convince these uh, orcs to help us out? I don't know. They seem like they're on the same side as us wanting these demons dead. Seems logical that they would help us, but <laughs> like I didn't seem too willing to just jump at the opportunity. But then again, he doesn't seem like he's the one to make that decision. No, he's he's got orders he's got to follow and people he's got to talk to, too. True. You two have this conversation. You come around the hut trying to look casual. Alicia, you notice that you're close enough. You can kind of see them. But more importantly, it doesn't seem like they actually saw you. As I take a knee, I'm going to grab Xandro and kind of pull him down and put my finger to my lips like t- to signal, shh, don't talk. So you pull Xandro down, you give him the shh sign, and you peek back up to look over. There's like a couple of crates. You look over the crates and... One of the figures is definitely a bigger orc. His left bottom tooth fang is broke off as he's talking, and he has a scar across the left side. Another thing that you notice about him is it looks like he's wearing shackles, but broken chain shackles, like almost like he's proud to have the necklace and the wristbands. He's talking to a figure that's way shorter, probably about the same height as Alicia is. And as you're looking over, the orc pulls out a, a piece of parchment and hands it to the guy with the cloak, and the guy with the cloak leaves. The orc looks around, doesn't see you, and walks towards the party as the hooded figure 
walks back towards the north wall, heading to the eastmost corner. I'm going to let them get a little more out of earshot before turning to Xandro and saying, well, that was weird. What? What happened? This orc who was missing part of his fang looked like he had just escaped from prison or something wearing broken shackles as like a badge of honor. Gave this cloaked figure, I would say, about my height, a piece of parchment before it took off. Well, doesn't sound great. I'm more concerned that an orc knows Dorvish. As Alicia tells you a story, she does mention that the hooded figure went, you know, back towards the wall and is heading towards the east of the north wall there. Do you want to go after it, or...? Uh, We could go see where it's going. All right, let's go that way. I will cast Pass Without a Trace on us. You both start going through. Following this figure, it turns around a building. You sneak around the building. You're, You're staying with it. The figure itself seems to be trying to stay to the the most north buildings. It seems to be heading in one direction, you know, very, very straightforward. And as you come around the third to last building before you get to the corner, they're gone. What the hell? Hmm. Well, that was pointless. Do I notice anything out of place, like a shadow or something that would be about that size? The sun is nearly overhead, so it's hard to find shadows. You're trying to look at footprints on the ground, but it seems like even though not well-traveled, it's traveled enough. You're not sure why you lost this figure. As you look around, you you really don't understand what happened unless they snuck inside something and you missed it. Check the walls around, see if there's like any rope, ladder, anything they could have climbed up, or maybe is there a hole in the ground or anything? Okay. They could have dropped into. Everything's pretty much single story as you look around. You don't see it anyway unless somebody just climbed to the side, which you saw Alicia do it. Not that hard. You look around, and it doesn't look like the sand's disturbed in such a way that maybe there's a, a trap door, but it might be well hidden. You both are looking around. Alicia, you're doing your little whispery talk, like, I don't see anything at all. And Xandra's like, well, you know, maybe there's a hole. Look, look on the ground. Look for a rope ladder. And you're like, yeah, I don't see nothing. You don't Did hear I- anything. I don't. You say, but you don't hear anything. You look around and Xandro's gone. Xandro? Xandro, you quickly get dragged into a very dark hut. You do have dark vision. And what you see is the face of a female dwarf. And you can feel her blade at your neck. She says something in dwarvish. I'll say in common. Don't understand that. What? Why are you following me? Why are you sneaking around? My business is my own. Elf. My business is mine. Tell me what you're doing here. Are, are you are you trying to track us down? Are you, are you trying to stop us? Do you work for the demons? <laughs> no, I do not. I thought you did. Stay out of our way. And she pulls the dagger back, lets you go, and you, because she had you very tight, you go to cough and you look up, you hear what sounds like wood on stone and as you look up she's gone and the place is empty do i see anything else in this room it's an empty hut on the outskirts of town is there like a door right by me yeah not too far uh it's not all the way on the other side it's it's about halfway up the wall on the left hand side being that's a round wall go ahead and do your own math on that one (laughs) I'll, well, I'll head for the door to head outside. You 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 head to the door, you open it up, and as you open it up and you peek your head out, Alicia's looking right at you. Um, hi. That didn't work out so well. Um, where'd you go? 
It was a female, a dwarf, so that explains the language. But she disappeared again. How does she keep doing that? She's, she's pretty sneaky. Yeah, well, so are we. Apparently not enough. She asked why I was following and if we worked for the demons. How do we know she doesn't work for the demons? I kind of was thinking that myself. I'm going to continue in the direction she was going and see if there's like a door to get out over here. You you head to the corner of the wall and as soon as you get there you realize that up and down the wall there's no gate on this side. It seems like there's one way in and out of this village. I'm going to look up and see if I see her scaling the wall. You just catch the tail end of a falcon flying over the city. Maybe we should get back and make sure Martin's still alive. Maybe we should finish maybe we should finish fi- refilling these water skins. Oh yeah, I guess that's what we were supposed to be doing. Yep. You both head back to the well without incident, fill up your water skin, and you do find the hut again where you left Martin. As you get walk into the hut, Martin's like got that his right side is halfway off of the cot, his hands on the ground, and he's just giggling and drooling. Pour some water over him. He goes, yeah, no more to drink. I'm drunk. And he goes back to sleep and he's snoring now. That's fantastic. I'm going to slap the sides of his face and see if I can't try to wake him up. Yeah, nothing happens. I need some sleep. Like a good eight hours. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Although, I could probably use some sleep too. Through all that snoring? I didn't say I was going to sleep in this cot. Right, might be better sleeping outside. I'm sure we can find a vacant one. I'll get ready to, to sleep then. I'm going to trance. Set up uh, my bedroll and pillow and blanket. Nothing happens. You guys wake up after you feel rested, and Martin is sitting on the edge of his bed holding his head. How's your head? Oh, not so loud. Hands him a water skin. No, no. Mm-mm. Drink, you'll feel better. I just grab it. I, I don't even question it. I just grab it and drink. Like, I don't even look at it. You guys get up? Uh, I want to go back and talk to the general again. You head out to talk to the general again. It is late, and you find a couple of people still out, but they're pretty hammered and inebriated. As you get to the center of town, you do not see the general anywhere. I'll uh, head back toward the our tent. And I'm grabbing my stuff and getting ready to head out. You start crossing the desert at night. It is a little nippy, but nothing that you can't take. You do hear noises you're not used to hearing. As you, you're going, after a while, you look around and you're seeing your party. Every time they hear a new noise, they look around. You believe what they're hearing is just normal nature sounds in the middle of the desert. That's normal. I'll let you know when something isn't normal. Preferably not normal sooner rather than later. Well, I think the... Not normal would be a lot noisier. Yeah, but it might bring an end to my suffering. <laughs> no, it's just going to make it worse. Cold air is feel good. After a couple hours, Martin, you're, you're feeling way better. And hungry, because you were so sick before you didn't eat. Munch on some rations as we walk. You're traveling, and the sun is starting to come up in the west. You're starting to feel a little tired from all your walking. You haven't seen anything all night. Nothing unusual, anyways. What do you want to do? could always make a, a lean-to with some blankets. Yeah, or we uh, could cover ourselves with sand and then whatever is left, I, mostly, most likely our head, we could cover with something. I suppose. Well, what do you what do you want to do? You want to push on? You want to make camp here? We could push on. I want to try to climb up to the top primal path. You eagle. get Okay, you get to the top and you hear an eagle cry out and all of a sudden you zoom. 
Now you can see out a mile, clear as day, and you're not seeing much. Way in the distance, even with this vision, there's a dot. It may be the city. It may be the heat starting to reflect off the desert. You're not sure. There is one clearing. It seems to have a few boulders that are casting over a shadow in the area a little bit. I, I turned to everybody else and say, uh, let's, let's go. I think I see somewhere we could possibly get some, some cover from the sun. Lead the way. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll lead them toward whatever the direction the boulders were. You make it to the boulders, and they're pretty big boulders, about 20 feet high. So you stop, you take a short rest because it feels like that's what should happen. <laughs> okay. And um, you start heading on your way. But you don't see anybody else here. So what's the plan when we get there? Don't challenge them to a drinking game. Okay. It really wasn't that bad, though. Yeah, well, I'm not much of a drinker. I don't know. I, I don't know what their culture's etiquette is. I, I don't. I know they value strength, so maybe... If it comes down to it, a show of strength, maybe? I looked to Alicia and I looked to Martin. I said, well, I'm going to go with that's on you. I knows it's not on us. He's got the drinking down, better have the strength down, and I'm just there for looks and support. He's his own man. Yeah. You guys take a short rest and you start on your way again. You both at the same time look at each other and remember, didn't, didn't they say something about leaving etiquette outside your door when you woke up in the morning? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, whoops. Keep moving on. We will have to leave double etiquette next time. You travel for a while. As the sun hits its equinox, you can see way in the distance. Martin, you can see it a little bit more clearly, but there definitely is a large city built into what looks like mountains in the middle of this desert. <sighs> Almost there. Let's, let's just get there so we can get out of the sun. Sounds good. Alicia, you could swore you just saw that boulder up into your right move a little bit. Did that boulder just move? A boulder. The boulder points that one. Uh, I'll look at it for a second. It doesn't seem to be moving. Yeah, I think the heat might be getting to you. I'm telling you, it's moving. I, I understand, but I, I think the heat's getting to you. She seems well hydrated. She seems to be okay. Um, she's not showing any signs of any heat injuries you know about. I don't know. I'll, I'll go check it out, but it just seems like a normal boulder to me. I got my daggers drawn. Keep some distance, but kind of watch it and see if I see it move at all. Martin, you walk up to this boulder and you tap it, and it's it's a rock boulder. I'll walk around it and see if there's anything around it. Okay, you see Martin off to the right side of this boulder disappear behind it, and all of a sudden you see him like poke his head up on top and look around, slide off down, walk around it, shrug his shoulders... Yeah, looks like it's just rock. I'm telling you. All right, you keep an eye on it. We'll keep walking. <laughs> That's the plan. Martin starts walking to meet you. You know, the angled walk. As he does, you guys hear grinding stone, and all of a sudden you see the boulder sit up and the form of a thing. Mouth has gaps where the rock looks like it's cracked. There's deep sockets where it looks like there's eyeballs. It has three fingers and a thumb on either hand, and it's just sitting there looking at you. Oh, Lisa must be crazy. He's got to be getting to her all right. I hate to ask, but do I know? You've heard of objects animating being living creatures that hide in nature. I don't know what Xandro thought about that before, but 
maybe this is another one of the stories come true. Two days ago, you thought desert elves were a myth. <laughs> right. It looks around, but then it looks back at you. It's more intent on you, but it, it like looks around. It, it even sits up straighter and arches its head, looks around, looks back at you. I'll call out to it. Friendly? It opens its mouth, and you hear... Sometimes it's just best to leave things alone. Keep looking over my shoulder, but keep moving forward. I'm not too scared of it. I mean, I walked all over it. If, if it was going to attack me, it, it had plenty of opportunity. <laughs> I can't speak to it, though. I'm just going to keep walking away from it. I, I, I don't want to make any aggressive moves or anything. I'm going to keep my eye on it and continue to walk around it. You guys walk by and it brings up its right hand and it looks like it scratches its head a little bit. You're walking and the next time you turn around, it's you see it finally go back into its boulder form. You see the last little bit of it closing up. See, I told you I saw it move. Yeah, yeah. All right, you were right. Don't tell her that. Too late. He already did. At least someone appreciates me. I just kind of nod. Yeah. See, sometimes just leave things alone. Just keep on moving. It's the height of the day. You have just run out of water. Luckily, you are almost to the city, but you are feeling parched. The heat is starting to take the toll on everybody. You are getting sluggish. As you get closer to the door, though, you hear, Halt! Real loud and common. And you see there are four very big bulking guards. A halt. Yeah, I stop. I'm going to stop and wave. They say, what, what are you doing out here this far in the desert, fragile ones? We're envoys from Demethos here to speak to the council. Show us your credentials. I'll turn to uh, Xandro. Reach him my uh, pouch and... You hand it to the guard and he goes, oh, these... Either a really good forgery or the queen really needs to talk to somebody. All right. Uh, the council's in session. Be quiet and don't speak unless you're spoken to. And there's a lot of etiquette. I hope you guys are reading up on it on your way here. No. You have a orc etiquette for dummies book laying around? He laughs and goes, good luck. He says something in orcish. Those that speak orcish, he just said, let him in. And they open up the gate. And sure enough, you walk in. This is different. It's built into a mountain, like almost like what you would expect the dwarves to do. But that's just like a facade from the outside. The inner part of this, as the doors open up, the mountain has an open air. So straight up above you is open air canvas. You see everything in the world around you. The same huts that you saw in that small village are here, but it looks like millions of them in bigger shapes and sizes, and they seem to be closer together. The last time orcs were kind of head counted in Enon, they knew there was quite a few of them. But this looks like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of them more than any number that anybody ever suspected lived here wow that's a lot of orcs the council is the innermost chamber we had to move it it's an open air cathedral do not walk into the circle unless you're invited to and don't speak up unless you're spoken to that should keep you from being killed today um can i get some water before we go in there yeah the the well you'll see it on your way in the middle of the area it's a fountain well, so be careful. It's so that more people can get water at the same time. Thank you. No problem. Actually, I, I, say, I say whatever Orcish is for thank you. Your, your accent needs some work, but that's pretty good. 
He closes the door now, and you hear him put the the latches back on the front. You see the people inside now. Two guards come out, and they put their latches and boards up. They seem to be protecting the city. And Orkish, I'm going to say, you guys are doing a great job. One of them goes, thanks. I I think, you know, just putting boards up. It might be hard for you fragile folk, though, I understand. Yeah, I guess we'll make our way toward the council chamber, but probably stop by the well on the way. You see the well, and sure enough, you walk up to it, and you're so thirsty, you guys are, like, spooning the stuff, handfuls in it, and you see what he means by fountain well. There's a well in the middle of this, but there is, like, troughs of water that seem to be filled and filling themselves somehow, surrounding this well. You see everybody here. Kids are here drinking water. People are here filling up water into buckets and taking them, you know, back to their homes, obviously. Uh, You guys walk up as the space comes available. Nobody stops you, You, but you go and you're like super thirsty, so you're drinking with your hands, and you're kind of getting some weird looks. What, never seen a human dehydrated before? They they probably don't. It, people tend to stare at uh, amputees. It's fine. Uh, at, after that initial thirst quenching, I'll, I'll start just uh, filling the water skin. As you guys get over your initial thirst quenching and you start filling your water skins, you notice people stop staring at you. As you look around, you notice that nobody is actually putting their hands in the water. Don't put your hands in the water. As you're filling it up, you do hear in Orcish one lady shake her head. She's trying to keep it to herself, but loud enough, she's hoping you hear. And in Orcish, she just says the word savages. You're damn right. Uh, I just kind of smile and say thank you. You head to the council chamber, and you know you're getting close because you can hear yelling erupt. Sounds like a big bar brawl. You come over the small dune that was built here it's definitely orc made and the council chamber is in a pit with bricks that line it like um an old world pergola almost and it looks like disarray people throwing punches yelling and screaming but you do notice there's people sitting around the edges alicia and martin you look around and you see that there's not just orcs here there seems to be like it looks like ogres it looks like minotaurs. Xandro, you in all of this, you see the most peculiar thing. Sitting across the Colosseum from where you're standing, on the outskirts, seems to be seated four smaller, thinly humanoid figures. There's six of them in total. Three of them have their cowls drawn up. And three of them have them down. And what makes this unusual is... You see two elves and a drow. I'm just keep an eye on them. Are any of them female? Uh, from this distance, you, you can't tell, but it doesn't look like it. Just kind of sit and wait to be called on, I guess. It's a big coliseum. Are you going to sit on the top? Are you going to try to move your way to the front of the sitting area? What are you doing? I, I, I want to move down towards the, uh, the edge of the, the council area, the circle area. After seeing what's going on with all them throwing punches and stuff, I think I'm going to keep my distance. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay towards the top and, like I say, keep an eye on those figures. Also trying to keep an eye on Martin. Uh, Martin and Alicia, you don't see it, but Zandro, you stop before it goes to the the downward aisle that takes people to sitting areas. Alicia, after a couple of steps, you find an open spot and you just sit down. (laughs) Martin, however, you'll go up to the front and sit down. And you're watching this 
big escapade, but it, nobody's cheering. Nobody's standing. They're watching this go down. You could place your finger on it that this doesn't look as disorganized as that does, but you, any more than that, you cannot really discern. I'll just watch. Still trying to figure everything out, though. After a while, one of the bigger ones stands up. In Orcish, very loudly, he just says, We need a recess. It's getting out of hand. We're getting nowhere with our discussions. Tend to your business. We'll return in three hours. And everybody starts to disperse. Xandro, you lose that little elf delegation that you were trying to keep an eyeball on. Is you, everybody going out in one direction? No, they spread out and they go every which way. But as that happened, they stood up. You saw enough to watch them draw their cowls, but as a few people passed you and you tried to get your vision again, uh, you lost them. Okay. Even trying to find like smaller people within the great big orcs, but you haven't been able to see them at all. I'm going to stay sitting here. If I'm not right at the front, I, I want to move forward, but... I'm just going to stay seated, kind of in the hopes that maybe somebody will see me. You were close, so you get up and you you do move to the very front as it clears out. And one larger orc with brownish skin is sitting on one of the benches made in the middle where the council was. The rest of the council has gone, but he seems to be rubbing the bridge of his nose. I'm, I'm not entering the area. I'm, I have very few guidelines following the ones that I do have to achieve. <laughs> I'll kind of go in that direction that they were and then see what's beyond that direction. Martin, you're sitting around and, you know, you're trying to be respectful. The bigger orc turns around and makes eye contact with you and he starts walking towards you. I'll stand up. And he says, I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Cleric Martin Wildstorm. I, I kind of smile and extend my hand. Uh, yeah, you've, you've got it right. He reaches out, and his hand goes all around your forearm with room to spare. As he does, he shakes, but he doesn't do it super aggressively. Your hand, you can't even close it around his forearm. It's pretty much flat. You have me at a, a bit of a disadvantage here. I, I don't know you. I am Camdahl. My sister is a cleric. Was your sister? Her name is Kansif. You may not have heard of her. Xandro, you circle around. You think you got a beat on them. You've tracked things before. This is not very different. You come around the corner where you think they are, and they are in a semicircle like they were waiting for you right there. And as you walk into the middle of them, you stop. One of the cowled figures pulls back their cowl, and a tan female elf stands before you and says, What are you doing trying to follow us? I'm just merely walking the city. One of the desert on your left says, I don't think so, Xandro. I think you're trying to hunt us down. You get a little bit more aware of your surroundings and you look around and you didn't realize it before, but everybody around you is frozen. And the drow speaks up and goes, it's not wise to try to trap a guardian. And that's where we're going to leave it this week. What? Uh, not no, wise. poor Kay. Uh, you can follow me at bros old guy on Twitter and uh, you should check out watch your mouth podcast uh they do a lot of fucking swearing and they donate based on all that fucking swearing you can check them out uh most places you can find your podcasts wherever you check it out there you go all right what's up guys you can find me on twitter at elmo the usurper i've been doing a little bit more on there mostly complaining about x's and, and body parts going inside them uh you can go to brosandragons.com we we have our own website now and we are 
pushing out the t-shirts as well as the dice bags from there. Uh, it, it's a lot more accessible now as far as buying stuff from us. You don't have to go through PayPal or nothing like that. So. You can find me on our Facebook page along with running our Instagram page. Uh, follow us at Bros and Dragons for Instagram. Uh, we've had a couple comments on there and if you've been on you've noticed i've actually responded to them all so uh we do a pretty good job of keeping that up to date you can follow us on twitter at bros and dragons you can follow us on facebook myspace all social media we are working on getting Crondo up and running on his tinder account soon you can follow me at imdmdoc on both facebook and twitter you can email us at bros and dragons at gmail.com if you have something to plug anything nerdy or something that you would love to talk about that you're passionate about go ahead and ask to be a guest on the podcast send that email to bros and dragons.com we're still looking for submissions for voice well excuse me i should say uh non-professional voice actors people that had thought about it but never really went and pursued it uh we would love to have some of our fans become voices of the pantheon of gods on our show go down and give us a five star on itunes and go ahead and write whatever you want after that five star you've earned it if you want to trash us make fun of keith make fun of tom make fun of john heck i do it the whole time you just don't hear it leave us reviews replies wherever you listen to podcasts also from all of us here to all of you there keep it nerd and live your dreams later right don't blame him shut your pie hole shut your cake hole <gasps> cake is a <gasps> cake is a lie john i don't remember <laughs> You're not even going to try? I got the Twisted Sisters. <laughs> I'm going to take them away if you can't remember why you got them. <laughs> oh, this is so long ago. Two um, whole weeks. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. I didn't realize it was only 10 minutes. I, I literally took out 10 minutes of content. And you guys are like, wait a minute. You took out the only shit that I can remember. <laughs> right? Well... <laughs> The, the only, only stuff we can remember, you take out, and now we got to play this all from scratch again. <laughs> well, at least I don't remember it that well, so it'll be like new again, anyways. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Am- Amnesia. Amnesia is going to be the new jazz hands. <laughs> and um, he has a little patch on his shoulder that says the um, the spice must flow I just want I just want Xandra to look at Alicia get really close to her face held her hold his hands up and goes boogie man <laughs> <laughs> oh the weird shit that goes through my head sorry go ahead uh, that's what I had as the queen's name oh crap all right. But I do have it in my notes, so you're on a roll. <laughs> We're further with Tom than we have ever been in 36 episodes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just getting started. Tom remembers we have a ne- amnesia, so <laughs> what it is is the timetable is a year and a half. It takes a year and a half for him to remember. We're going to be in fucking episode 60 or 70, and he's going to go, Oh, fuck. We forgot to go back and get the goddamn crystal and put it back on the island. (laughs) Right? (laughs) He says, my name is Nadal. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Alicia.
I love how you look at your sheet. <laughs> yeah, I almost said Dafina. <laughs> oh, no, I need to get my map out, so give me three seconds. I should have totally been ready. I knew I needed that fucking map, too. God damn it. <laughs> and you had extra time. Oh, well, yeah. Well, all I can say is, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Fuck. You're welcome. Stop it. Um, do I know, like, in general, the elves and orcs relationship? Yeah, it's spotty at best. They've never been at war, but they were one of the people on the council that voted against orc rights. They stated, well, we'll just bring your racism is what your people think. There's no way they could ever be good. Okay. How do we know she doesn't work for the demons? I kind of was thinking that myself. Yeah, you maybe should have been like, hmm, I want an insight check to know if I believe it. <laughs> Wineskins? Oh. What the fuck did you bring to the water hole? Uh, <laughs> I thought that's what they were called. Waterskin. I meant to say waterskin. Can I try to grab Alicia and pull her into the bed? No, you're unconscious. <laughs> It would make for good fucking pod. It would. It but would, but you don't even know I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I want to say yes. Like, you don't know how much I want to say yes, but <laughs> I'm not the one who went for the strong shit with a DC 30 con check <laughs> for humans. Did you have any chance at that? No. <laughs> Nice. Highest I could do is a 28. Um, highest I could do would be a 21. Uh-oh, Alicia. Maybe, maybe he's not looking too good now. He's got a little liquor in him, and he's talking about doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> I speak bolder. Right? <laughs> it doesn't speak bolder, John. I speak whatever it speaks. Bullshit. <laughs> What's Alicia doing? She's just going to hang out and wait for everything to start back up and kind of just relax. You speak orc. They said it was going to be three hours. That's three hours of relaxation. That's three hours of me time. Okay. I am Camdahl. My sister is a cleric. Was your sister? Her name is Kansif. You may not have heard of her. Have I heard of her? Oh, no, you have not. I didn't think so. Okay. Oh, uh, let's pause uh, you right there. Alicia, you see this orc walk up to Martin and you see them clasp hands. You do anything? I'm on break. <laughs> I just I'm picture sure. Alicia laying down on the bench, not sitting, with her legs over the side. Like with a pebble in her hand, throwing it up and catching it. Uh, you're right, except it's a ball bearing, not a pebble. Okay, perfect. This has been a Bros and Dragons production.